Years ago, there was a king who had a Jewish advisor, and he really loved this advisor. He would go to him for any problem he had, any question he had, and he was practically, practically the second in command. Now, there was an evil, wicked man who lived in the kingdom. Well, he, was, he felt he was third place to the king. He wanted to, be, he wanted to be first, and he wanted to get rid of this Jewish advisor. And he tried everything. He would go to the king and say, King, don't trust the Jew. Don't trust him. He doesn't care about you. He's evil. He probably wants to kill you. And the king would say, you have to take that hatred out of your heart. He's a good man. He cares of me. I've known him for 30 years. He's never steered me wrong. He's a good man. And this wicked man kept coming back and begging the king, please, please, I'm trying to save your life. He is evil. He is wicked. And the king said, if you say one more bad thing about him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have your head. Please just stop it. So this man, his name was Kapsan Pasha, this evil, wicked man. He goes to the Jew and he tells him, listen, I want to be your friend. I want to stop being mean to you. I think you're a good man. And he tried making believe that the hate has gone away and that he was truly his friend. And many weeks passed by and Katsum Pasha has a plan. He's going to convince the Jewish advisor to self-sabotage, to destroy himself. And this is his plan. He tells, he tells the Jew, you should know, the king, I'm your friend, and I'm telling you this because I'm your friend. The king told me that he's really upset about how bad your breath smells. Your breath is really, really smelly to him. And the king doesn't want to hurt your feelings. So he hasn't told you that your breath smells. But he's about to exile you from his kingdom because your breath smells worse than rotten eggs. So the uh, Jewish man, the Jewish advisor says, oh, thank you for telling me. I didn't know. What do you think I should do? I think you should probably wear a mask. Like, like an N90, like a mask and put perfume in it and cover your mouth so it filters out the bad breath coming out of your mouth. And the Jew said, okay, I guess I'll do that. If the king wants me and if he's too scared to tell me that because he doesn't want to hurt my feelings, I'll do that. And he started wearing, he said, the next time I go to the king, I'm going to wear a mask. Meanwhile, he goes to the king and he tells the king, listen, you told me not to say anything against the Jew. But I have something really important to tell you. And you're going to see it is true. This time I'm not just making it up. It's actually true. Tomorrow, the Jew is going to come wearing a mask. Because he thinks you have the worst breath in the world. He's been telling me how annoyed he is by how bad your breath smells. And he's going to wear a mask. Because he doesn't want to smell your breath. He wants to filter out... All the bad, awful breath. And what a terrible person to not love his king and love the king's breath. And the king said, that can't be. He's not going to wear a mask tomorrow. That can't be. It's not happening. But the next day, when the Jew came to stand at the king's side, sure enough, he was wearing the mask. And he said, I have to get rid of this Jew once and for all. Because Kapsim Pasha was right. He is evil. I think the punishment is, I'm going to have the Jew thrown into the inferno, into the fire. So he writes a note. The king writes a note that says, to my dear executioner, 
as soon as you get this letter, please take him and throw him in the fire. Take him and throw him in the fire. He seals the envelope, hands the envelope to the Jew and says, please deliver this to this and this address. And he didn't tell him anything that he's upset at him. He just told him, take this letter. So the Jew goes to find the address and he starts to walk down the street and somebody stops him and says, excuse me, excuse me, Reb Yid, I need your help. It's like, what do you need my help for? Uh, my, my, we have a baby. He's eight days old. Our moil didn't show up. We need somebody to do a brit milah. Do you know, a, do you know somebody who could do a brit milah? And the Jew says, you found the right guy. I am a moil. I'm the king's, king's advisor. I'm a rabbi and I'm a moil. So he said, Come with me, come with me, I need you. It's almost nightfall, and it's the eighth day. My son still didn't get the breed. So the Jew says, um, I would like to come help you, but I have one thing I need to do in advance, and that is bring this envelope. But it's really far away. It's like, it's going to take me another hour to walk there. And then the Jew came up with an idea. He told the guy, wait one second, cops and Pasha that third in command advisor lives up the street. You know what? He's my friend. He's been telling me he's my friend. I'm going to ask him if he could deliver the envelope for me. So he goes to Kapsen Pasha's door and Kapsen Pasha says, how was it with the king today? He said, oh, it was fine. Don't worry. It was great. But the king asked me to deliver this letter. Do you mind delivering it for me? And Kapsen Pasha said, oh, if the mask didn't work, I could go back to the king and tell the king that I had to deliver the letter that he personally asked the Jew to deliver, that the Jew doesn't even listen to the king. And Kapsen Pasha said, sure, I'll deliver the letter for you. And he goes to the address, hands the executioner the letter. The guy opens the letter, grabs Kapsen Pasha and throws him into the inferno. And, and he dies. Now... The, the king's advisor, the Jewish man, after the bris, he was able to stay and celebrate with the family and he was so grateful that he was able to, first and for, for most, fulfill the will of Hashem, doing a mitzvah. And the king's will was also fulfilled by Kaps and Pasha. The next day he comes to the palace wearing his mask because, of course, he didn't want to offend the king. And the king says, hey, what are you doing here? So he says, what do you mean what I'm doing here? You're supposed to be dead. What do you mean I'm supposed to be dead? He asks the king. I gave you a note. What, what did you do with the note? Oh, I had the Dekatsim Pasha. He's a really good friend of mine. He's always being nice to me. He's the one who told me that you hate my breath. And that's why I'm wearing this mask because I don't want to hurt your feelings. And the king said, oh, no. Kapsim Pasha lied to me. He told me you're wearing a mask because... You hate my breath. And the king said, wow, Kapsam Pasha deserved to get what he tried to do to you. And this is a tale told by Rabbi Nachman of Breslov. Um, and I think the, um, some of the stories have a line at the end that says, from here we learn that sometimes our Yetzir Hara, our evil inclination, tries and tries to get us to do the wrong thing tries and tries, and sometimes it even convinces us to do it. Sometimes we put on that mask, we, we fall into the trap. But there's always one mitzvah. There's one mitzvah that helps save us. Everyone has that one mitzvah. For this man, it was the mitzvah of Brit Milah, 
of helping somebody do a brit milah. For others, everyone has their mitzvah that we can always fall back on when we're stuck. What is a mitzvah that we can do? And that, what is your mitzvah? This week's parsha, we learn lech lecha. Avram's mitzvah that he's given is to do a brit milah. And most importantly, we learn from the story that lo lihit to never give up.